Hello, and welcome to our latest economic update. I'm Chrissy Wissinger, Director of Marketing here at Prevedere. Prevedere helps executives and their teams plan and forecast intelligently using the world's data, our AI modeling engine, and economic expertise. Today, we will be hearing about how the tight labor market may impact U.S. economic recovery. Leading today's update is Andrew Duguay, Prevedere's Chief Economist. Thank you, Andrew, for joining us. Thank you, Chrissy. Today we're going to be talking about, I think, one of 2021's most important topics for businesses, and that is the state of the labor market. As we go through this economic recovery, stimulus packages have been enacted. Uh, We're all looking forward to strong economic growth, but one of the biggest challenges for businesses has been hiring, hiring the right talent in order to keep up with that growth. And this is kind of leading to one of the paradoxes of this year. U.S. economic recovery is how can we be in a situation where we have eight and a half million less people employed than we did a year ago, yet the jobs market feels red hot. And so we're going to break this down. And I, and I think this has many implications for businesses throughout the year. And so hopefully some of the takeaways here are how we should be proactive in trying to address this situation because I don't think it's going away anytime soon. A lot of these issues seem to be carrying through even after states have rolled back a lot of their restrictions, even after economies are starting to open up and are are going to continue to be issues throughout um, the the latter half of 2021 into 2022. So, So what are we talking about first? Well, let's talk about the jobs market and the unemployment rate. Now, the latest releases of the unemployment rate have us around 6% on a seasonally adjusted basis. Um, But that that number itself um, can be skewed in a number of ways. So one thing we have seen out of the past 12 months is that an pretty unprecedented number of people have actually pulled out of the labor market. And those people don't get count as unemployed because in order to be under this U3 unemployment rate, you actually need to be looking for a job. So this means that naturally the the labor market or the pool of available unemployed people looking for work is actually a lot smaller than even the unemployment rate has implied. So the Pew Research uh, did some calculations on this, and they said that uh, if we just assume that there's really no change in that labor force participation rate, which dropped from about 63.3% before the pandemic happened to its current state at 61.5, and it really hasn't been moving much from that lately, that the actual unemployment rate would actually be somewhere closer to 10%, 9.9% by their estimate, um, a rather large increase in the unemployment rate. Um, but these people are not available. They're not looking for jobs and therefore businesses can't go out and hire them. And this is gonna be an inhibitor to uh, job growth essentially in the US, an inhibitor to businesses being able to grow by hiring these people. Uh, and it's also because the the available labor pool is smaller is going to put upward pressure on wages, which I think we're already starting to see a lot of. Um, the, the second thing, the other half of this equation is how much are businesses actually looking to hire? Well, usually, recessions happen uh, with this kind of twin effect of job losses and decreases in the amount of job openings, right? Uh, People are laying, uh, businesses are laying people off 
and they are not looking to hire. Well, this current situation is much different. We've had a lot of stimulus loaded into this recession versus past recessions. And there's also been a lot of dichotomies and where, where individuals' monies are going. And so there's a lot of industries that are experiencing growth. In the middle of you know, a recession, many sectors of the economy saw unprecedented levels of growth and they needed to hire in order to compensate. For that. So what we're actually seeing is a very different reaction than past recessions, pretty much every past recession where you saw uh, total jobs decline and you saw job openings or the demand for uh, new employees also decline in net. And we're not seeing that this time. And so to look at this, we did we calculated a number um, combining uh, several different statistics, but we looked at unemployed persons per job openings. Uh, and I think this actually sheds more light than the unemployment rate. So right now, the unemployed persons per job opening uh, is at about 1.47. Uh, so what that means is that for every person available to go out and get a job, there's about one and a half jobs open and available for them. When the labor market was incredibly tight before the pandemic, this actually went negative, meaning that there uh, were not enough available people for every job opening, even if you could have perfect skills match. And that's that's a definition of you know a uh, incredibly tight tight labor market. Um, and but right now at 1.47, this is actually a, a number that we hadn't seen after the last recession until about mid 2015. So we think about the last recession ended around 2009, 2010. Uh, so we're talking about about five years after the last recession, we saw this number. Now we're 12 months after the pandemic started and we're already seeing this level of unemployment pers persons per job openings. So by comparison, if we look back at 2015 to say that this is really kind of comparable to what the job market is looking like today, uh, the unemployment rate then was about 5.1%. Uh, so we could say that this official unemployment rate of about 6.6 .6 might actually feel out there in the marketplace for employers trying to match with employees, might feel more like uh, what an economy would at a 5.1% unemployment rate. Now, the, the reason I'm bringing this up is because that 5.1% is actually very, very close to what most economists would agree is full employment. When you when you ask economists, you know, where where is the unemployment rate if the economy is is fully employed? It's not zero, right? The unemployment rate does not go down to zero. Um, there's just some natural uh, trade-off in, in people looking in to, to shift jobs. Most of them say around four and a half percent, maybe up to five percent is that natural rate of unemployment. And when you get below there, you expect to see wage increases and 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 um, things kind of like an over overheated uh, job market. So so what we have is a situation where there is eight and a half million less people employed, but the job market feels pretty much like we're back to full employment. And this is creating a lot of pressure on businesses because they have to keep up with the growth. And in order to keep up with the growth, they have to go out and hire those people that might not necessarily be available. And so we're gonna see a lot of competition over uh, relatively little labor uh, over the next 12 months. And if the stimulus has the impacts that you know it's supposed to and create a lot of growth, and we're, you know, we're expecting GDP growth around 6%, um, there's there's going to be a lot of pressure to keep up, but not a la lot of labor to do it. So we're going to have to get creative. Uh, but here's 
So here's how this tight labor market looks and just how different the past 12 months have looked from previous recessions. So yes, I'm comparing this uh, previous 12 months to the 2008 to 2009 Great Recession. But you can see here that employment falls, but job openings tend to fall more because as the economy weakens, uh, people pull their job listings and they go more conservative. And you saw that just the 12 months after kind of the recession started in 2008, uh, almost a 40% decline in job openings, leading to around 3% loss in total employment in the US. Well, we've seen total employment numbers absolutely crater last spring, and they've been trying to recover every since, but they're still 5.2% below uh, where they were pre-pandemic in February 2020. However, job openings have had a full recovery and are about 5% higher than where they were a year ago. This kind of shows us the state. The gap between these two lines is what is creating incredible pressure out there in the job market. Um, so if you can't find the right talent uh, to grow your business, you're not alone. Um, so what, what, what's, Im what's implied here? Well, when we put together our long-term projections for our customers, we're trying to factor in all, all, all of these factors into what, what we think are the likely scenarios. And our takeaway is that for some that we tend to be on the more conservative side when it comes to total GDP growth. We know there's been a lot of stimulus enacted. We know that the pandemic and particularly our, our rate of vaccination in the US is pretty good. So we do expect economic recovery, but our, our forecast right now is for around 6% year over year growth. And if you look at the range of economist projections, they're very wide and you can get them even up to 10% uh, year over year. We think one of the limitations is the fact that so many people are on the sidelines. You can't grow an economy without people. Yes, you can work on investments and efficiencies and technology. And I think we have seen a shift towards that over the past 12 months, but that stuff doesn't happen automatically. And if you, and if you pull eight, eight and a half million people out of the labor force, there's gonna be some limitations to how fast we can have this V-shaped recovery that we're starting on the track to pumping more money into the economy without the available labor to then make that money productive um, can potentially cause inflation. And part of inflation is labor rate inflation, and that's huge for businesses right now. So we take a reduction in the labor pool plus increased high demand due to stimulus and strong economic recovery combined, these are just going to put upward pressure on existing wages across the board. And that's really what we're seeing. Uh, skilled labor, non-skilled labor, services sector, um, manufacturing and goods and construction sector, we're seeing lots of upward pressure on wages. I think this is a positive if you think from a macroeconomic perspective and the fact that you're seeing increases in real average hourly earnings and it has more spending power for employees. Um, but from a business perspective, this can have a total hit on margins. And so uh, from a business perspective, we need to be thinking about the fact that we're going to be staring at strong demand. However, we're also at the same time going to be looking at pressures on margins. Now, we could talk all day about pressure from commodity prices, input costs. We're already seeing you know, producer price index numbers and expectations of increased costs from manufacturers to distributors to retailers rising across the board and at some pretty strong and elevated levels. 
we're also going to start lapping um, some of the, the COVID period uh, deflation that we were seeing a year ago, which is going to make headline inflation numbers even higher. But as businesses, we're already feeling this. You know, if you have anything to do with construction costs, you know that prices are going uh, you know, through the proverbial roof right now. Uh, but we're also going to see this from the labor side. And so in order to keep up with demand, you're probably going to have to pay up for your labor. And if you're not passing through those costs, you're going to see some pressure on your profit margins in 2021. So the strong demand, strong growing economy can be a positive. However, if we're not careful, uh, we could see that this puts downward pressure on margins because we have to uh, increase the pace of our paying out for labor and paying out for materials faster than we can necessarily pass through those costs to our customers. So that's a theme we're continuing to explore here, but I just wanted to point out some of these uh, statistics on the labor market uh, to hopefully help put into some context about the pressures we're seeing as we uh, approach this economic recovery in 2021. And that concludes today's economic update. If you have any questions for Andrew, please contact me at cwissinger at As always, thank you for listening in and have a great day.